you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant. Still fully vaccinated, still dodging variants like Neo in the Matrix. Fun show for you on tap. We are joined, as we always are, by producer Justin and the specialist on the other side of the glass. Hello, everybody over there. Uh, hopefully they had a wonderful Thanksgiving. They had a Friendsgiving. Hopefully they had a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. Uh, hopefully you guys did too, even though it's been, you know, we've had a show since Thanksgiving happened. Don't worry about it. I'm just wishing everybody well. Um, joined here, of course, uh, to my left, as always, by Michael F. Florio. And I know we, we've talked a lot of hot stove stuff on Monday, but there's like still hot stove things happening across. I know it's not a baseball show. I don't care. Uh, but like there's stuff happening. It's fun. Yeah, you, uh, your Dodgers are in on Freddie Freeman, apparently. Uh, yeah. The Mets are introducing Max Scherzer today, and that that is all I needed to happen <laughs> this winter. I, and apparently they're not done, so uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. They should have two press conferences, one for each of his different colored eyes. Ooh, I like that. Right? Someone said they should play with, like, a black jersey and, like, then a white jersey or Just so, like, like whenever that. he pitches. Like, yeah. yeah, totally, totally. So, you know, like, just just let's play into this a whole lot. Uh, all right. Anyway, let's get to the fantasy football stuff. We got a lot coming up. We got the three big questions for Week 13, as we normally do here. And we're going to preview all of the Sunday games, not to mention the Thursday night game, and we will close the show out with some sleepers. But... Let's kick it off as we normally do with some fantasy headlines, and we will start with the Dallas Cowboys. Now, as of a couple days ago, head coach Mike McCarthy said he was uncertain about Amari Cooper's availability for Thursday night's game against the New Orleans Saints. Cooper has missed the last couple of games as he deals with COVID symptoms, but a report this morning from Ed Werder says that Cooper is traveling with the team to New Orleans, so no official designation yet uh, about his status for the week, but at least a step in the right direction. But... Uh, let's just say for the sake of argument that he does miss another game this week. Can I interest you in either Cedric Wilson or Noah Brown? 
Uh, maybe Cedric Wilson. He did have a team high 10 targets last week. Noah Brown had nine, but the thing is, there was no C.D. Lamb either in that game, and Lamb is looking like he is going to be playing. He's been practicing this week. So I think Lamb, Gallup, and Dalton Schultz see a large number of targets there. So uh, I think those other two guys are just more deeper league plays. And if Amari Cooper plays, those guys are just completely off the board. I know the Michael Gallup thing was very frustrating on Thanksgiving because he was sort of missing in action for a good chunk of that yeah. game. Uh, and I know that because, look, I was you know doing the family thing, having dinner, so I wasn't necessarily locked into every single play. But I'm checking Twitter every so often, and every time I open it, I'm just hearing people complain about where is Michael Gallup. Uh, I know he kind of got involved a little bit later, but uh, it was a struggle for a good chunk of that game. As someone who started him in a good amount of leagues last week, I was one of those angry people on Twitter. <laughs> he had one target in the first half. I was like, what are, you're like, what are we doing? That's one thing that frustrates me the most, Marcus, is when teams voluntarily take away like their best playmakers. Like what the Colts did this week with Jonathan Taylor, so Cooper Cup didn't get a lot of volume early on in that game. Like, if you're not if you're choosing to take away your best player, that's on you, man. Like, I mean, look, DK Metcalf didn't have a catch uh, on yeah. Monday night until the final minute of the game. Like, how I don't know how that happens, but he's DK Metcalf. He's DK Metcalf, right? Uh, you know, and afterwards they were like, "Oh yeah, maybe we should get DK more involved." Like, you think? <laughs> maybe we we could tell you that. We could tell you that, right? <laughs> I'm not even in the practice uh, the practice field in the meeting rooms. I would just hey throw the ball to DK Metcalf. That, that would be my strategy. It doesn't have to. Be, it's Matt Harmon who says that, right? Like it just throw have to be hard. Just throw it to your good players. Just throw it to your good players. It's that easy. Uh, in New York, the Giants kind of have a quarterback quandary at the moment. Daniel Jones is dealing with a neck injury now. On Tuesday, the reports were that Mike Glennon was expected to get the start uh, and that Jones was going to be week-to-week with a neck strain. Now, this morning, Joe Judge is not ready to rule Daniel Jones out. Now, that doesn't mean Mike Glennon isn't going to play, but we're still going to wait and see sort of what the situation is. At the same time, Big Blue is hoping to get Sterling Shepard back on the field after he's missed some time with injury. So let's say Sterling Shepard is back. Let's say Mike Glennon is under center. How much confidence do you have in giving him a start this week? Mike Glennon, none. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would I would have to be very desperate. The Dolphins' defense has been playing a lot better as of late. The Giants are very banged up. I, I know they're hoping that Sterling Shepard could return, maybe Kadarius Toney, but even still, it's Mike Glennon. He, he doesn't give you anything with his legs. I don't want to trust the Giants' pass attack. I, I, I would deep play in like a two quarterback league that's really it yeah that's probably it for Mike Glennon uh the Sterling Shepard part of it though are you more confident in maybe getting him back in if he's good to go I think he would be the one Giants player that outside of Saquon Barkley that you could start only because I I don't expect Mike Glennon to be you know airing it out downfield so I think he'll be like more of a chain mover throw to the the short safe routes and that's going to be Sterling Shepard running those routes and uh Marcus do you think this is the end of the Daniel Jones era in New York Ah, I'm going to say no just because what do they do? Where do they go if it's not Daniel Jones? Um, you know, there, there's sort of – there are a lot of teams, I think, that are kind of in quarterback limbo right now. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about it with the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. But, you know, the Giants, in a similar way with, with Jones, obviously he's much younger, but he hasn't shown you that he's a franchise guy to this point. But at the same time – do you roll the dice, you know, knowing that free agency is not necessarily going to bring you a ton of great options, knowing that the draft isn't going to bring you a ton of great options? Do you roll the dice and try to find something better? Or do you just kind of stick with the guy you know and hope that he just basically doesn't implode the whole thing? I, I think what I think they're going to or what I would do if I was the Giants, because of those like exactly what you said, I wouldn't move on from Daniel Jones, but I would either use one of our two top 10 picks to bring in another quarterback or bring in a, a veteran that could compete. And because you can't go another year with like Daniel Jones and Mike Glennon. Or something like <laughs> so I think you need someone to push him just in case it doesn't work out. Well. It's it's, it's going to be an interesting offseason because there are a lot of teams that have, have to make questions. So many quarterbacks are going to change teams and stuff, I think. Right. I, I think a lot of Quarterbacks change teams, but I don't think anybody necessarily is going to get you know, exponentially better yeah. with a new quarterback. Same. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, all right. There are four teams on a bye in week 13. It's the Carolina Panthers, the Cleveland Browns, the Green Bay Packers, 
and the Tennessee Titans. So uh, the notable players that will be missing this week at quarterback, you got Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill uh, also on a bye this week. At running back, uh, some big names there. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, who we just got back, is also on a bye this week. Aaron Jones, uh, also Quadzilla, A.J. Dillon. Uh, it would have been Christian McCaffrey were he not on injured reserve. So Chuba Hubbard is out. Dontrell Hilliard, uh, who we just started to kind of integrate into our fantasy lives, he is also out as well. At wide receiver, talking about DJ Moore, Jarvis Landry, and Devontae Adams. I was trying to rack my brain to come up with a tight end of note that is going to be missing, and uh, I came up blank. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Trimble, anybody? Uh, so that's it. So don't start any of those guys that are on bye. Uh, and uh, try to figure out the rest of it. We will help you out, though, because uh, we're going to have some sleepers. We had our waiver wire on Monday, so uh, we'll have some other options for you uh, as we get through the rest of the show. All right, we got our three big questions as we get ready for Week 13. Uh, Let's start, though, with the Saints. They play on Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys. Taysom Hill expected to get the start at quarterback for New Orleans. I mean, we sort of have been expecting this for some time now and it appears that Sean Payton is ready to pull the trigger uh, but the question is if Hill is starting at quarterback can we trust a Saints running back at all now keep in mind by the way uh, both Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram return to practice this week we'll see which whether one or both of them are playing but uh, can we can we trust either one of them if Taysom Hill's at quarterback a lot less than you could if someone else was at quarterback. <laughs> uh, I, I think, obviously, if Alvin Kamara suits up, you play him in fantasy football every week. If he sits, I think you use Ingram as, like, an RB2 or flex option on volume alone, but they're going to take a hit. Like, last year in the four starts that Taysom Hill made, Alvin Kamara averaged just 14 fantasy points per game, four targets per game, two and a half catches. With Drew Brees... It was 29 fantasy points per game, and he's been giving you a lot. You know, 18.1 you see there, but Taysom Hill, he last year averaged 40, over 40 rushing yards in every game he started. He had more goal line carries than Alvin Kamara. He had four rushing touchdowns in those four games. Like, he is going to be a vulture near the goal line. He's not going to throw the running backs as much. So I, I think you still start him, but he definitely takes a big hit. The only... I guess reason for optimism is he's dealing with a foot issue, so maybe he just runs less. I, that That's the one thing I think you could hang your hat on. Which, by the way, that seemed to pop up out of nowhere. Like, there had yeah. been no talk about it. Then all of a sudden, these reports that uh, Taysom Hill was dealing with plantar fasciitis. Uh, they, were, they weren't sure about how healthy he was going to be. Um, but I'm with you. Like, if it's Alvin Kamara, you're starting him, but you have to expre- expect – lower production than than what you're normally used to. Last year in the four starts for Taysom Hill, he had four rushing touchdowns. Kamara had three. Uh, Latavius Murray had two. Just those opportunities that you talked about near the goal line, those short throws probably go away. Um, Any idea, by the way, like, do you like any of the receivers more or less? That feels like the part that's super unknown with this offense with Taysom Hill. I have no idea who he's going to throw to now. Yeah, same. Especially because the same, like, like Traquan Smith was starting to step up as of late with Trevor Simeon, but he gets just as much volume pretty much as like Marcus Calloway, Deontay Harris. They're all around like five targets per game. So, no. I, I don't feel great <laughs> about any Saints wide receiver. I mean, last year, he sort of had tunnel vision for Michael Thomas, so you could kind of feel kind of confident there. Uh, this year, there isn't anything like that at all, so yeah. I, I don't know what to do there. Uh, speaking of wide receivers, are we ready to bench DK Metcalf? <sighs> no, but it's getting very close to mm-hmm. that point. Like, I, I mean, do you know how many games he has with double-digit targets this year? One. Wow. Like, what are we doing, Seattle? And, and part of the blame does belong to Russell Wilson. Part of it belongs to Pete Carroll and, and the play callers there. Like, I, I don't know. You see DK Metcalf and what he could do on a football field. And, I mean, you, you see this guy every day on the practice squad. And, like, wouldn't you think, like, we need to get this guy the ball as much as we possibly can. And, and they're just not doing a good job of that right now. And Russell Wilson has been struggling with accuracy ever since he returned they haven't been on the same page. I know it's been rough the last three games in a row, all in single digits, but he still brings one of the highest ceilings each and every week. So I'm not ready to bench him yet, but I'm definitely very scared of, of DK right now. It's just very concerning. And and you're right, so much of it has to be because that offense has not been clicking at all. Uh, I mean, it hadn't really been great much of the year, but especially since Russ has come back from the finger injury, it's been even worse. 
the only thing that kind of keeps DK in lineups, I think, is the ceiling, is knowing that when everything comes together, how explosive and how good he can be. Um, but, yeah, it's hard to run him out there every week and, and see these disappointing numbers come back and not feel like you got to do something, especially now. Look, we are week 13. So in most leagues, you're talking about this week and next week, and that's it for the, the fantasy regular season. Um you know, you you need either you need big performances to get you into the playoffs, or you're hoping for big things to help you get through the playoffs. And right now, uh, that Seattle offense is not delivering that. Uh, all right, last big question: Which Patriots running back do you trust the most? It seemed like an easy answer a few weeks ago, but as much as I hate to say it, Bellatrix seemed to have reared their ugly head again. So if you're going in on one of these guys, who's it going to be? It would be Damian Harris, but even with him, I don't feel great about it. What we've seen since Harris has returned the last two weeks is they're going to, Stevenson and Harris are going to alternate drives. And in the two games they've played, they each have had between nine and 12 carries. Like, it's not like one is getting a lot of volume. They're, they're legitimately splitting volume down the middle. And Damian Harris got the goal line look the other last game and he scored a touchdown. But. In the passing game, Brandon Bolden is there now taking all of the targets. So for me, I think it's Harris, but I really believe that they're all just flex options at this point, especially this week in a tough matchup against the Bills because none of those guys are are Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. And I think when you, you mentioned Brandon Bolden, that's the guy that really throws the wrench in this whole thing because he's not getting enough that you're going to start him but he's getting enough that he takes a little bit from each of the other guys. Yeah. You know, like if I think if it were just Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, you could feel okay about starting one or both of those guys. But Brandon Bolden is taking just enough off of each guy's plate that you feel like, I don't know what to do about it. Uh, it's become a, a really confusing situation there. When I feel like you know, we had gotten to the point where I think we believed we could you know, kind of trust Patriots running backs, that we had figured out the situation. Uh, and just a reminder that Bill Belichick hates our fantasy teams. That's all there is to it. He's He is high on the list of coaches that hate our fantasy teams. So thank you. He's also high on the list of coaches that fantasy managers hate. Yes. So yeah. It's mutual. It evens out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely <laughs> mutual. So, you know, yeah. Bleep you. Uh, all right. That gets us to our game previews. Uh, to start week 13, let's start with the Thursday night game, as we talked about. The Cowboys heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Both these teams kind of scuffling uh, right now a little bit. Uh, both of them suffering losses, disappointing losses uh, on Thanksgiving Day. But uh, for a, from a fantasy perspective, what should people be paying attention to here? I think you could start Taysom Hill in I this game. And we were just talking about how he is the the one. We're worried about him because of the running backs. But for him, if he's running near the goal line and rushing for 40 yards a game like he did last year as a starter, it is going to mean good things for fantasy. Last season, in his four starts, he sat between 17.5 and 24 fantasy points in every game. So to me, that shows that he brings a safe floor with some upside. I think in a, a game where the Saints could have to put up points to keep up with the Cowboys, Cowboys, he's like a borderline QB1 this week, I think. I think so, too. Um, you know, I, I put him, uh, you know, I didn't put him in the sleepers column this week. I do think, though, he is worth a start just because he's kind of a wild card. Uh, you know, in theory, he's going to play quarterback, which means he's going to throw the football. He can run it. But look, knowing Sean Payton, wouldn't be surprised if they do some wrinkle where he catches a couple of passes, too. Taysom Hill, by the way, is the only quarterback where you can ask me, like, hey, PPR, should I start Taysom Hill? <laughs> like, please don't do that. Please don't ask fantasy analysts, like, if you have a, a quarterback question, that's fine. You don't need to tell us that it's PPR because there aren't enough quarterbacks out there catching passes that it makes a difference. Standard PPR, it doesn't matter. Do you, Just ask the question. Do you think we see, like, packages where, like, both quarterbacks are – out there and like Hill can like run. Oh, absolutely like, do. I, I think more teams, if you have a mobile quarterback, like let them line up as a running back, like pitch it to him and then they could throw if, if there's, I don't know. Like that's something that I would do a lot more if I was. Right? I know. I would not be surprised if we see Trevor Simeon come out there and like Taysom Hill splits out wide and yeah. they, they throw him a ball or two. Like wouldn't surprise me in the least. Uh, next up, the Washington football team comes out to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. And I'm going to tell you, you can start Hunter Renfro in this game. Uh, I came into the year thinking that, once again, Darren Waller was going to have a huge target share, uh, way more than everybody else. That hasn't been the case this year. As of this moment, 
Hunter Renfro is just two targets behind Darren Waller this season. He actually leads the Raiders in receptions and receiving yards. Uh, actually leads in receiving touchdowns as well, I believe. Uh, and you know, look, the part of the Washington team that has been disappointing has been defensively. They are giving up a ton of yards. They're giving up a lot of points. They are one of the worst defenses against wide receivers. And when you've got that kind of volume that Hunter Renfro is getting, I think that makes him worth starting. He's sort of, I hate the comparison, but he's he's kind of a Julian Edelman type now in terms of what he does underneath and, and the production he gives you. Uh, it, I think it's hard to keep him out of your lineup nowadays. Yeah, I completely agree. Double-digit fantasy points in all but two games this year. He brings such a safe floor. But as of late, I mean, he's over 17 fantasy points in three of his last four games. He's showing that he's bring some upside as well. I agree. I think, especially with No Waller, you got to start Hunter Renfro. Absolutely. By the way, I would think, oh, well, maybe we'll get to it a little bit later. I was going to give you a sleeper, but I think we're going to have him uh, a little bit later on in the show. So uh, stick, stay tuned for that. All right, it is time for a break, but when we continue, our game previews will keep on with a couple of must-start players. That's coming up next on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. You hear that jazzy music? That's our way of telling you you should sign up uh, and follow us on TikTok at NFL Fantasy. You can also follow me at Marcus Grant. Uh, this this whole music and this whole setup here is just an excuse because the specialists wanted to put a video of me dancing. Uh, 
Looks like a fun party. Right? It's like me wearing a hat and weird sunglasses and dancing around. These are the sort of things I do on TikTok. So uh, if you enjoy laughing at that sort of stuff, you can come follow me at Marcus Grant. Or if you just want actual fantasy stuff, you can follow us at NFL Fantasy. One way or another, it's all good. All right. Uh, let's keep going with our game previews for the week. The Chargers at the Bengals. Uh, our, our pal and former colleague, Dave Damashek actually uh, reminded me that uh, it's been about 40 years since the Chargers and Bengals played uh, what was called the Freezer Bowl, one of the best playoff games of all time. And I think it was something like uh, like you know, 20 below zero or something like that in Cincinnati. It was something ridiculously cold to the point that uh, I think Dan Fout says he still has numbness in his fingers after having played in that game. That seems bad. Uh, I don't think it's going to be nearly that cold in Cincinnati this week. That has nothing to do with fantasy football. What does have to do with fantasy football is uh, what you're about to tell us right now, though. Yeah, I, my only thought when you were telling me that was like, I bet you they were still an offensive lineman who didn't wear sleeves. <laughs> but uh, in this game for fantasy, I think you should beware of the Bengals receivers, particularly Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I understand that you might not be able to just fully get away from them this week, but if you have a similarly ranked option, it, it could be a good week to take it. The Chargers have allowed the second fewest fantasy points to receivers this year. Only five receivers has topped 15 fantasy points against them. They've held some big-name receivers in check, like Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin, uh, Marquise Brown, Amari Cooper, Odell Beckham. A lot of big-name receivers just had bad days against them. And Jamar Chase has been struggling the last month. T. Higgins, I know he had a big game this past week, but he's been so up and down that I have them both ranked as like low-end wide receiver twos, but if you're debating between them and a closely ranked option, I, I would go with the other option. Yeah, the Jamar Chase uh, you know, slump has been really noticeable. Uh, I know it's been really frustrating for a whole lot of people. Uh, by the way, I, I looked it up. Uh, the Freezer Bowl, it was a it was minus 9 degrees, but uh, with wind chill was minus 59 degrees. Oh, my God. That's like Game of Thrones type. That is literally Game of Thrones winter. <laughs> that is literally Game of Thrones winter. So uh, I expect it's not going to be that cold in Cincinnati this week. And if it is, I just stay inside. Yeah, I was going to say, like, stay wear home. sleeves at the very <laughs> Right? Something. Anything. Uh, all right. Uh, Ravens at the Steelers, a big game in the AFC North, which all the games in the AFC North are big because there's really no clear-cut front runner in that division right now. But I would say if you are starting anybody, Pat Fryermuth is a must-start with an asterisk. Uh, if he is available, he is still going through the concussion protocol, so we will wait to get an official designation on whether or not he's actually going to be active. But if he does play... He needs to be in your lineup. I mean, he's reached the point where he probably has reached must-start status every week kind of based on the rest of the tight end position. But on top of it, it's still a great matchup against the Ravens. They have gotten better against tight ends as the year has progressed, but they're still uh, one of the, the bottom 10 teams against the position this year. So throw in the fact that the Steeler passing game has been incredibly inconsistent, but there may be you know, a couple guys you can trust. It's Deontay Johnson. It's Pat Fryermuth. So if you've got him on your roster, he probably needs unless you, you know, somehow you know, I guess you could have Travis Kelsey and you picked up Fryermuth off the waiver wire, then maybe you have a decision. But most of us don't. So start Pat Fryermuth this week. Uh, Giants at the Dolphins. We talked about the Giants side with uh, Mike Glennon maybe possibly starting and uh, Sterling Shepard maybe coming back. Uh, anybody on the Dolphins side worth paying attention to? Yeah, I think Jalen Waddle is a must-start option at this point. And the, the Dolphins offense is one that doesn't have a whole lot of fantasy options. It's really like Gaskin and Waddle and Gesicki who's been struggling. But Waddle, since... Week six, he's in the top 10 in targets per game, target share, fantasy points per game amongst receivers. He is on pace to break the rookie receptions record this season, and the Giants are in the top 10 in fantasy points allowed to receivers. So uh, even if the Dolphins don't have to throw a bunch, we know that it's going to be a funneled passing attack that runs through Jalen Waddle. So I think he's reached the point, Marcus, where he's matchup proof and you just start him each and every week. I, I think so, too. Um, you know, I but Will Fuller apparently has multiple fractures in his finger. I Maybe he comes back. I don't really understand when or why or how at this point. So uh, Jalen Waddell has become the receiver of record down in Miami. Uh, Cardinals at the Bears, which, you know, uh, every time I think of Cardinals and Bears, I think of Denny Green. They are who we thought they were. Rest in peace, Denny Green. Uh, this is a new era. And I always say you can start Zach Ertz here because the Bears they have had their problems. They were. There, there it is. Nice job. Nice job. Um, 
the Bears... They are who we thought they were. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Bears have had their issues with tight ends so far this season. Zach Ertz has been a huge get for the Arizona Cardinals. And this was a team that came into the season with a ton of pass catchers, a ton of wide receivers. Uh, but Zach Ertz has been amazing. Uh, I like his opportunities. I like his volume, especially if Kyler is back in this offense uh, again this week. So uh, make sure you have him in your lineup because the Bears have, have had their issues with tight ends. Um, I didn't think we'd be talking about Zach Ertz as much of a no. playmaker as we have this year. It's been great, though, for him. Yeah. And, and I mean, hey, it can only get better if Kyler Murray comes back, yep. right? So, so absolutely. So uh, get him in your lineup this week. Uh, so we're giving you some starts and sits right now. We're going to have plenty of them for you, though, on Thursday because every Thursday it's the Stardom Sit'em Show with uh, Michael F. Florio and Adam Brank and Kimmy Checks and Money Guns and the whole deal. Uh, so you know where to find it, 4 p.m. Eastern streaming live there. It's also on demand in the whole family of NFL apps and platforms and on the YouTubes as well. So be sure to check it out. 49ers and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks season might be just about over after that loss on Monday night, but the Niners uh, right now sitting in the sixth seed uh, in the NFC for the playoffs. Uh, But Debo Samuel, he's the guy uh, that we pulled out of the pack this week, uh, likely going to miss at least a little bit of time with an injury. Uh, The Niners have said that if he is out, which is expected, uh, Jawan Jennings, could move up to be the number two wide receiver. But uh, as you look at this, who benefits the most from Debo missing some time here? I think everyone benefits mm-hmm. because that's how much usage Debo Samuel was seeing each week. But I think the biggest benefactor is Brandon Ayuk, who the last couple of weeks has retaken over as the number one wide receiver. I say that because Debo Samuel's been scoring all of his fantasy points as a running back as of late, which is why I think it helps like Eliza Mitchell. I think uh, Jawan Jennings is worthy of a, a flyer in deeper leagues, but Ayuk has been uh, been that player that we were hoping he would be coming into the season. He's making plays downfield. He's making plays in the end zone. He's getting more volume. So I think he is someone that you can just, as of right now, with no Debo Samuel, I think he's like a must-start option right now. Uh, yeah, I think Brandon Ayuk definitely a must-start, and I'm glad that he's finally starting to get integrated into the offense. But I would say the guy who maybe benefits the most, weirdly, is Jeff Wilson Jr., because the way the Niners have been using Brand, uh, Debo Samuel has been primarily as a running back. I mean, Debo was a top 10 wide receiver last week with one catch, one whole catch. He did most of his damage on the ground. Over the last three games, Debo Samuel has run for 171 yards. By contrast, uh, that's more than Trey Sermon has for the entire season. So they are using him very much in the running game. Obviously, Eli Mitchell has been great, and he's going to continue to get work. But if they don't have Debo, maybe this means Jeff Wilson gets on the field and gets some of those touches that otherwise would have gone to Samuel. So I know it sounds weird to say that uh, the guy who benefits the most from a wide receiver being out is a running back, uh, but it's been a weird year. And the Niners have done some weird things with their offense. So uh, that's where we are right now. Uh, The next one on our list. Strange we haven't talked about him at all this year, but it's Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady or Patrick Edward Brady or something, or the Pharaoh, uh, as they call him on Pro Football Reference, which is weird because I've literally never heard anybody say that uh, <laughs> about him at all whatsoever. Uh, simple question. Can Tom Brady carry you to a fantasy championship this year? Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's that good. He is the GOAT for a reason. But the thing that I really like about Tom Brady um, – He's consistent. He's only had a couple of games all year with down fantasy games. He has two games all year without multiple passing touchdowns. We know he's not going to run a whole lot, and that kind of limits his upside a little bit, but I don't think it matters when you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, and he's going to get Antonio Brown back soon as well. Plus, you look at the Bucks' schedule, like the Falcons, who he dominates in his career, uh, something about a big comeback in a Super Bowl. I think I heard about that once, yeah. Then he gets the Bills kind of tough. The Saints, which is a good matchup. The Panthers, which is is an okay matchup. And then in the championship week, he gets the New York Jets, a team that he has dominated in his (laughs) career. So, yeah, I think Tom Brady can win some people with some fantasy championships. I mean, we talk about this all the time. It is amazing what he has done 
all over 20 plus years in the NFL. It's amazing what he's doing right now at age 44. And I still have this feeling that we get to next August. People will still be making him like the 10th or 12th quarterback off I'll the board. I'll probably be one of them. Right. He'll still <laughs> hang around in drafts until like the 9th or 10th round and we'll still debate like, hey, is this the year that Tom Brady falls off? Like, I don't know. Regression is coming. And he'll go out and he'll throw 40 touchdowns again and we'll be like, we're all idiots. Why did we do this? Tom Brady's still great and he's going to play football with, at a high level until the sun explodes so um yeah he can very much win you a fantasy championship that was my long roundabout semi-frustrated way I, uh, of saying that i pulled up his P- pro football reference page mm-hmm. the pharaoh is one of his nicknames that yes. i never heard of another one comeback kid or sir yeah like what comeback kid is so generic when did he become comeback I sir? Mean, by the way comeback kid was probably like what, his first couple years in the league, maybe? Yeah. You know, like when he was still young. Then um, that Super Bowl against the Falcons, they were like, well, he's a sir now. Sir now. <laughs> sir Tom Brady. Who knows? Whatever. I want to go through. I, maybe it'll be my offseason project is going through pro football reference and pulling all the weird nicknames for players. I'm sure there's a ton. There's a ton, right? Like that we never knew that nobody ever uses and somehow landed on the page. Whatever. All right, time for our last break. We'll finish up our game previews, and we got some sleeper picks. We'll wrap up the show next on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Uh, let's get back to our game previews. The Colts and the Texans, very quietly, the Indianapolis Colts have become kind of a juggernaut, and they, they are a team to be reckoned with uh, in the AFC. I know the record is, what, just kind of mediocre. I think they're 6-6, six and six, but uh, they are, they're playing really, really good football. Uh, fantasy-wise, what are, what are you doing here? I'm saying T.Y. Hilton is a sleeper, and partially because I think with the Colts, it's kind of straightforward. You start JT, you start Michael Pittman. Uh, But after, I mean, T.Y. Hilton has made a career off of thriving against the Texans. (laughs) We saw him have a big game against them last season. Uh, 
And he's been getting pretty consistent volume with at least five targets in each game since he's returned off of the IR. Uh, he Watching Hard Knocks, he is still like the heart and soul of that offense, even though he's not what he once was. So I think in a game like this, where it'll be a favorable uh, matchup for, for Hilton and, and the Colts, I think they'll look to get him the ball a little bit more as well. I, I think if you're going a little bit deeper at receiver, Hilton is an upside flyer worth taking. I mean, he you talk about him against the, the Texans. He has absolutely dominated them in his career. Uh, his his average uh, in 19 games against Houston, five catches, 94 yards. I mean, that, that's the average, right? So that's not that's not taking into account like the big games, the explosive games he's had against them. Uh, that's just his like, oh yeah, that's my uh, home average day. I'm, giving, I'm still giving you five catches for 94 yards. So uh, I think that's a very good sleeper pick. Eagles and the Jets. Last week was not a great week for the Eagles offense. Uh, you didn't get good games out of anybody. I mean, Miles Sanders kind of rolled an ankle, so that limited him. Uh, Devontae Smith was nowhere to be found. Jalen Hurts was disappointed. This feels like a bounce-back week against the Jets. So I'm going to say you can start Devontae Smith, get him back in the lineup, regain that trust in him this is still a fairly funneled passing game where everything is either going to smith or to dallas goddard uh, i know that there have been some reports about jalen smith being a, or uh, jalen hurts i should say being a little bit hobbled during practice this week keep an eye on that but it does seem like he should play should be good to go it's a great matchup so uh, i like a lot of the philadelphia pass catchers but i'm, I'm especially back on board uh, with Devontae Smith this week. I think it looks good for him. Yeah, last week was another one of those games where teams like just willingly took one of their best weapons away. They threw to him four times. They threw to Dallas Goddard three times. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Uh, defenses could be good, but so are your offensive players. Give them a chance. Just, again, just throw it to your good players. I mean, basically, we could come on here and just, may just say that for an hour. Um it probably would not make for a very entertaining show, but it would be true. It would be factual. <laughs> uh, Jaguars at the Rams. That'll be played uh, just uh, like on the other side of this wall, basically. Uh, our next door neighbors, the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Jaguars in the Jalen Ramsey revenge game. Even though I don't, I don't even know how many guys are left from those teams that he played. Not many. There's not a lot of guys left from them. Uh, in the meantime, though, fantasy-wise, what what should we pay attention to? Going a little bit deeper here, but I'm thinking that Sony Michelle is a sleeper in this game because Daryl Henderson is banged up right now. He's dealing with the quad strain. They're unsure if he is going to suit up in this game. And this is a game where I don't think they're going to have to push Henderson, either that, either if that means to suit up or if that means just limiting him while he does play. This is a game where I think the Rams will be playing with the lead throughout. And if that's the case, I think we could see a lot of Sony Michelle in the second half just grinding out the clock. I know the Jaguars have been better against the run than they get credit for, but I still think he could see enough volume where he is a flex option. And if Henderson sits, then I think he becomes like a top 20 running back that you have to start. This feels like bad news for the Jaguars, right? Because there's been so much talk about, you know, the Rams not putting it together since they've gone this all-in mentality. They haven't won a game. Uh, People are wondering what's wrong with Matthew Stafford. They're still trying to integrate Odell. And now here come the Jaguars who are just sort of limping along. They're coming to Los Angeles. Uh, This just seems like bad timing for Jacksonville, unfortunately. This this could be a a get-healthy game for a whole lot of people uh, wearing the the Ram horns on their helmet. Yeah, I I still think you start all your Rams. Start them all. Start them all. Start them all. All right, let's look at the Vikings and the Lions. And I've got the Vikings as a sleeper defense this week. That's right. We're blowing the Yaller horn uh, for this one. The, the the Vikings defense, I mean, a few years ago, they were kind of a must-start defense. Those days are kind of in the rearview mirror. But this is an opportunity maybe to give them another shot, mostly because of who the opponent is. I will say that they are uh, the Lions offense is better with Jared Goff than it was with, I don't know who, David Blau or Tim Boyle or whomever it was they were starting uh, a couple of weeks ago. But still, uh, this is an offense that – has not scored 20 points except for week one. They scored 33 in a loss against the 49ers. They have not reached 20 points in a game since then. Uh, They're turning the ball over at still a pretty consistent rate. So if you're looking for a defense, you want one that's not going to give up a lot of points, one that can get some sacks, one that can get some turnovers. Uh, And that feels like it could be the Vikings this week uh, against the Detroit Lions. And no DeAndre Swift, too, so... So one more weapon uh, out of the mix there for uh, for Detroit. So it seems bad all around uh, for the Lions this week. Uh, all right, wrap this up with Sunday night football. And what could be very interesting, the Broncos and the Chiefs, uh, Denver's still very much in the mix in the AFC West. 
uh, Kansas City feeling like they have maybe righted the ship. Uh, what are we paying attention to here? I, I think you could start Jerry Judy, and I'm giving him one more chance here. Uh, I, I've been the high guy on Jerry Judy this year. It hasn't worked out how I had envisioned, but last week he saw just three targets. It was in a weird game where the Chargers had a lead throughout. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Drew Locke came in. They only threw 25 times all game. I think they're going to have to throw more this week to keep up with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. And in the two games prior to last week, Jerry Judy had 17 targets combined. So we know that he is their top target. I think he'll get more volume. And I'm thinking in a game against the Chiefs, I'm expecting the Chiefs offense to look more like the Chiefs coming off the bye, which means that I think the the Broncos will have to throw more and will have to put up points to try to keep up with them. So I, I'm giving Jerry Judy one more shot in my starting lineup before I take him out. You, you talk about the Chiefs, and Andy Reid is notoriously good coming off a bye. So I would expect that Kansas City is going to have something up their sleeve for Denver. So you're right. It, it may be a situation where the Broncos have to, to score to keep up. Side note, I, I, I would like to take the pulse of Bronco Nation, how they feel now with Teddy Bridgewater, because generally Bronco <laughs> fans were not that excited about Teddy Bridgewater being named the starter. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and say that he's been spectacular, but he's he's kept them afloat. They're 6-5. and five. They're a game out in the division. I don't know that you'd say that if Drew Locke was their starting quarterback. No way. I don't think you say that if Drew Locke is their quarterback. And and I think I think Bronco fans are warming up. They should be at least to Teddy. But what I think really happens is, is what always happens to Teddy, right? Like he plays better than expected. He keeps his team in the race. And then the team's going to try to move on after this. Of course. <laughs> and they're going to try to get like Aaron Rodgers or whatever big name quarterback they can get. And Bridgewater will go somewhere else and be a steady and he'll, quarterback. He'll do it again somewhere else. <laughs> the same thing somewhere else. Yeah, he's he's uh, you know he's like just one of those guys who helps get a franchise started. Like, you know, like, like a, a new restaurant comes to your town and they bring the, the consumer consultant in from outside to kind of get things going and then you know after things get running he moves on to the next place <laughs> that's teddy bridgewater he is your qsr uh you know ultimate opening consultant there's it uh all right that's done with the previews it is time now for our week 13 sleepers we each have a pair who is your first one it's Josh Reynolds, wow. who since he has joined the Lions two, uh, in the last two weeks, he's been leading them in routes ran. I, I will second behind only Amon Ross St. Brown, but this past week led them in targets, led them in yards, scored a touchdown. He is also their best field stretcher. So in a game uh, like this against the Vikings, who have allowed the second most fantasy points to receivers and have really struggled on the long ball, I expect a couple of deep shots to go to Josh Reynolds, and he only needs to catch one for it to pay off in your fantasy lineup. That's pretty much it. I mean, we're talking sleepers here. We're not talking about guys who are necessarily going to go huge, but uh, we keep trying to hit pinpoint on a Lions receiver, so maybe this is the time we finally have it right. Uh, I got Miles Gaskin, which I know sort of feels like point chasing from last week. Uh, we didn't expect him to do much against the Panthers, and he scored two touchdowns, even though he still had fewer than 60 scrimmage yards. Like, it wasn't like a huge day for him. He just had the two scores. But this is a much better matchup this week against the New York football Giants. Uh, they have struggled. They are one of the worst run defenses in the league. Uh, but they've also given up a ton of receiving yards to the running back position. So whether it is by ground or by air, uh, I expect Miles Gaskin to be pretty heavily involved in the game plan this week. He's taking advantage of good matchups. This is a good matchup, so this is a week I think you can uh, get him back in your lineup. Uh, all right, who was uh, your other sleeper for the week? Boston Scott, yeah. and and I know a lot is up in the air right now with the Eagles running backs. Miles uh, Sanders is dealing with like an ankle injury. Jordan Howard is still up in the air. All Boston Scott did last week was lead them in snaps, touches, targets. He scored a touchdown. He gave you over 70 yards. Like He's been steady. I think that he will be in play this week because the other guys are so banged up, and it's the Jets who allow the most fantasy points. You pick a time period. The Jets <laughs> allow the most fantasy points to running backs this season. So in a great matchup, I think Boston Scott is someone that you probably could have grabbed off your waiver wire and start this week. I like that very much uh, this week. I will finish this out by saying Foster Moreau has some sleeper potential because it looks like Darren Waller is not going to play this week as he uh, deals with a knee injury. Uh, he's week to week right now for the Raiders. Uh, earlier this season, it was week seven, when Darren Waller missed the game, Foster Moreau had his best fantasy game of the year, six catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the matchup is just so-so. Washington's been okay against tight ends, but this is an offense that really does feature throws to the tight end position. So if Moreau is out there and getting the bulk of the opportunity, uh, I think there's a chance for him to have a, a pretty good day. If you're looking to stream tight ends, uh, I think this is one that, that you might want to keep an eye on. 
So, all right. So if you want some more sleepers, you can check out my weekly column. You find it at NFL.com slash sleepers. And if you want more of us, you can check us out on Sundays on NFL Fantasy Game Day. Uh, I show up there. Rank shows up there. Kimmy and Florio are there. Every Sunday kicks off at noon Eastern. We got start, sits, burning questions, the whole nine yards, and then some. You know where to find it, uh, the NFL app, Fantasy app, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff, NFL.com. Check it out streaming live there starting at noon Eastern. So this is it, man. This is like the last couple of weeks. Uh, playoff push for real, for real at this point now. Yeah, two two weeks left. Uh, if you're in the hunt, be lucky that it's the longest season ever because you get an extra <laughs> week to try to kind of get in there. And if you're in, if you feel you're comfortably in the playoffs, I think people should uh, start looking ahead and, yep. and making roster moves for that because you don't want to get complacent. That's how uh, you end up costing yourself. Exactly. Start checking schedules. Start uh, you know scouring the waiver wire for guys uh, that might be out there that could end up playing a key role uh, down the stretch. All right. That is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, do pilots take crash courses? Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Get vaccinated. Enjoy week 13, and we'll see you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.